Hi, I'm Kate Noel, and I am so happy you're here. This podcast is about all things related to honest health and wellness, eating disorder recovery, lifestyle stuff, and more. I want to share my personal experience along with interviewing amazing guests to inspire you to be the best version of yourself by truly honoring what your mind, body, and soul want and need. I've honestly always had a hard time allowing myself the dessert. If you have to, let's get real and take the cake. Take the Cake is about informing, inspiring, and educating you. It's not intended to diagnose or treat anything. It's simply for your entertainment, and I just want to give a trigger warning to anyone who is easily triggered by topics centered around disordered eating and stuff like that. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. I know I say I'm excited about every interview and honestly, I'm going to continue to say that I am, but this episode really was so fun to record. Today, I'm talking to Phoebe from Models That Eat. She's the founder of Models That Eat, which is a Instagram page. Also, she has a website and a YouTube and on her page, she essentially eats with models and talks to them about whatever comes up. So she basically uses food as a platform to talk about things like body image, like struggling with potential eating disorders, so on and so forth. And it's really cool to hear from somebody who has so much experience firsthand talking with people who are in the industry. We get real in this episode about what it's like and our stories, our experiences, and what she's experienced talking to other models firsthand. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Phoebe, aka Pojo from Models That Eat. Hi Pojo, how are you doing? I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I am so happy right now. I'm so thrilled we're actually doing this. I mean, it's been a long time coming. I got sick and self-care moments. So we're, this is my reward to my body for getting back to getting back to business. I'm so happy. I like feel like we've been digitally friends for mm-hmm. a minute now and this was just bound to happen. Bound so. to happen. I know when I found you or you, I don't know who, how it happened, but it was a beautiful moment. Cause I was like, this girl gets it. And we relate to each other <laughs> on levels that nobody can ever explain. So I'm really, really happy to have you on and um have this conversation me too i'm so thrilled i mean i also have to say like models that eat that that being a common ground even just makes me so happy because when i realized how i've kind of attracted people that are like-minded and people like doing amazing things like the fact that i found you and your platform through a page that which we'll i'm sure we'll get into but it was like totally accidentally became what it is it it really warms my heart it makes me feel like all right as much as I sometimes don't recognize the content I'm putting out, it's bringing in the right people. Mm -hmm. So it's a better reflection meeting people like you than it is for me to self-analyze. So totally. I was actually talking to somebody about, I don't know who, but recently um, I was talking about how in the modeling industry, there is a lot of competition. You know, we all know that we've all been there, the energy and the castings. It's like, Ooh, it's intense. And I feel like once I stepped out, and was vulnerable and had a platform like yours it just felt like all of the best people started like coming into my life I'm not meeting the right people like I don't know and then it kind of just 
happens once you become vulnerable and open up. So true. So good. Oh my God. And I'm so glad you do. And I'm so glad that we like have people out here that are doing that because I don't know until you're in that space where you're ready for that conversation or you comprehend it. It's like, you know, we also realize that a lot of people just aren't really ready for that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. haven't gotten to that point. Like it's that type of career that kind of like is overwhelming and it'll kind of unravel in its own with its own course of time really so I just am grateful too when I'm like oh my god we all found each other post all of this like I hate to say trauma because it's not always trauma but like all of these experiences that are very hard to relate to Mm -hmm. so for sure yeah it makes me really happy yay I'm so excited so you have a page called models that eat and I talked a little bit about that but what inspired you to start your page And in what ways have you seen other models in the community that you have built grow? That's such a good question. So this is kind of funny because it's really crazy looking back. So just to preface, I started modeling when I was 13. Um, I got scouted at 11 and I live in New Jersey. So I'm like in a commuter town. So a lot of people in my area are very creative, work at like, you know, work in the city, maybe at like a publisher or you know, so pretty much I got scouted, um, at take your child to work day with a family friend. (laughs) Yeah. She was the art director at glamour magazine for years. And she, her, her daughter got sick. So she was like, do you want to come to take your child to work day? And I was like, sure. And, um, over lunch, hilarious models that eat reference over lunch, I got scouted by a teen Vogue rep and they were like, are you a model? And I was, when I tell you the biggest tomboy, like or just confused my identity, scrawny, like 5'10", like not knowing what to do myself in like seventh grade, literally seventh grade. Um, I kind of got thrown into this world that's like so polar opposite to like, you know, that prepubescent awkward phase of life. And I got signed in eighth grade. I had really good relationships with my agency. I had like good people guiding me, but I always found it weird how people would always ask like, oh, you're a model? Like, do you eat though? Like eat a burger. And so I just started models that eat as an Instagram account. And it was a joke. It was like, Oh, models that eat. Cause we, you know, people objectify us and like, Oh, here's the food we're eating. And it's like pizza and bad ramen I'd make. And what kind of flipped the switch for me and is the reason we're really here is because shortly after maybe within six months of the account existing, I started getting messages from girls at my agency and I think at other agencies too, but they would reach out and say, Hey, like I found your account and I was really inspired by it. And it inspired me to create a recovery account of my own. And I didn't really know what that meant at the time. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, we're like recover. Like I'm, I don't have an eating disorder. Like I, I just post food cause it's fun. And I love food. Like that was actually a pillar of like importance for a lot of people. Like I didn't understand like how it didn't exist in our space. And when the girls started reaching out and they were like really saying, they were saying this stuff and opening up about their stories. I was really taken aback because I was like, well, it's not just me. Like I have a good relationship with food. Like, so what's the deal? And as that time went on, I realized a lot of my friends that I was eating with on the page were also going through their own struggles with food. And I never would know, like maybe I was there for a binge like session and I I didn't even realize what was going on, you know, or like maybe I'm the one person they felt safe eating with. And I think it's interesting because 
I didn't understand like how that presence in general affected people. Time went on. I ended up leaving my agency um, after a series of events in 2017. And I was meant to go to Paris with that agency um, to pretty much get signed in Paris. And if you know anything about Paris market, it's really not, it, it ain't it, sis. It's really just not it. Like you go to, it's like, oh, I'm going to fly not eight to nine hours to know I'm going to be tortured by whoever's there representing me based off of like, there. It is like so blunt and in your face when they don't like the way you look. Ended up going into the agency. It was like, the most miserable experience of my entire life. They, you know, weighed me and measured me, like everything. They would say like, you're clearly out of shape. Your skin's <laughs> bad. Like, I'm like, I was so angry. And like, I, I remember leaving crying. Like I'm with my mom. Like my mom's in the room this entire time. I'm like, ignorance that took place. And you know what? I wasn't even sad for myself because I had, I have to admit, I had a lot of self-respect at that point. Yeah, I was going to say, so you really were like advocating for yourself already. I was very like, you know, I absorbed everything in that meeting, but I left with like a, how, and I'm sorry to curse, how the fuck do you think you're going to get me to sign a contract because I realized the reason they did that and they felt like they could do that and had the audacity to do that to me because other people come in there and they say that to girls like me and those girls do exactly what they ask for. Mm -hmm. There's so much systematic oppression against models and people don't see it because of the glamorization of this career and because of what they see on Instagram and because of what the supermodels post that, you know, have families that can support that lifestyle. A lot of them, they would shift their own perspectives of themselves because if we can't keep up with the beauty standard, that we're supposed to be molding, and I quote, mm -hmm. how can anyone feel like just at least the slightest bit content in their skin? I was like, if I feel like I'm going crazy off of one comment, I can't even imagine what it's like to not be in this like normative body that's being idolized in magazines. And like, we're the people in magazines. I just felt a sense of responsibility there. And after all the models that eat feedback too, I think I realized how there's something so much bigger here that hasn't been tapped into and it perpetuates all these messages that we've been fighting internally for so long. And the fact that we can stand for something right now is big. So, and it's beautiful. So for your YouTube channel, you said you take people out like their like models specifically out to their favorite restaurants. Do you feel like a lot of the conversations that happen are their body image issues or do you just feel like it's mostly like, oh, it's just about food or it's just a, it's just a conversation. Do you, are you ever surprised about the conversations? It's so, that's such a great question because it's so different every single time. And like the best way to really describe it is like, it's a wild card. You know, you might, I might think I'm going into a conversation of like, oh, we're going to touch on their, you know, background with food, like family. And like, maybe there's some, you know, body dysmorphia in there. And then sometimes I get this like the, the longest list of brand microaggressions that happened on set crazy things involving mm. like trauma like deep-rooted trauma through their jobs like th the things that go on and the things I've heard I mean I have to blank out names every time for all the diamond dashes just that's just so I don't get like right death threats <laughs> oh my god I would honestly dude I'd be on the chopping block mm -hmm. because the things I've heard it's scary mind-boggling and 
you know, it's, it's hard because sometimes it's that type of space where I think it's exactly what I anticipate it to be, where it's a safe space. And that's why I love food as this platform. Like the foundation of this platform is because it's like when I'm talking to somebody that is going through recovery and I see them just feeling so good about sitting down and filming with me and then just feeling like they can eat what they want and feeling free around it and like intuitive too. Like that makes me, that makes me feel like I'm healing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, that's the messages I get from people. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, you're, you're taking these models out. I think a lot of people who aren't models, maybe people who even are models or aspiring models, they think that every single model like eats the same things or they have, I mean, you've talked about this, the model diet quote. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, that's a major thing. A lot of models do like what I eat in a day and it's, it's very predictable. It's like so kind of laughable. I wonder how much, I wonder how many glasses of lemon water she's going to have this morning. I know it's so <laughs> this much. Is like my lemon water. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. I know what? it's a lot. People just assume that every model has this relationship with food that is so great clean and healthy and perfect you know it's funny because like I said like prior to all of this content that I'm a part of now it really wasn't something that even crossed my mind as like a niche thing I was really just eating the thing is you know the reason why there's this whole like perpetuated model diet and the whole thing that separates models from people a lot of the time is our conditioning like Mm -hmm. what it really is is a lot of us and that's why it's so predictable online is because what we can relate to are the messages that we have been have been pushed upon us like from agents, from clients, from subtle things on set. Like the amount of times that I've had things happen on set or people insinuate that I'm going to eat a super clean salad or this or that is insane. Oh, I know. So many times like what do you want what do you want for lunch? You know, ordering lunch or they just assume you want a salad or something so they order you a salad and you know you look over at the the director, the creative director, they're like, they're like eating a slice of pizza. You're like, hold on. I don't, you know what I, I mean? That was an option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <like that>. <laughs> yeah. But the model diet thing really stresses me out because I know the people that are putting content out about that don't understand how like self-deprecating it really is from the perspective of someone in the industry, right? Because we understand where that comes from. It's like, you're not the one that decided you have to, you know, eat these exact things every single day like when I see these people that eat routinely like the same things sometimes I see these little micro aggressive things in these videos where it's very clear that they're using these titles as a coping mechanism with their like it's, it's kind of like in cahoots with that voice in their head and I'm like that's really unhealthy to perpetuate and I don't know I get stressed out by that and but then I'm like you know I sit down with models all the time and eat with them all the time I see every facet of like the model diet in the literal sense like culture how their upbringing affects their food like you know models that maybe had like bizarre family dynamics that resulted in like body dysmorphic issues because of messaging like I've lived in a household where I'm lucky food was liberated and I was liberated through food like that was like how I grew up, a lot of people didn't. And so sometimes it's even deeper than that. But I guess like my only hope is that people can understand, especially through what the content you're producing is like, food needs to be your friend. Like food, like if there's any priority in life, I would say, 
getting to a place where you're friends with the necessities in life is crucial. Like we're all depending on shelter, all depending on water and food, which is so sad to be this space where it's like the most easily polluted because of the media and because of these pressures that we face. You know, this is so cliche, but like, okay, people look up to models because they're beautiful. A lot of them have a specific body type. They're genetically, quote, lucky. And people look up to them. But really, you know, I think the people who are posting the model diets that are very restrictive, very routine, um, very expensive and not, <laughs> I mean, not accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, like, I, hire one. How are yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, whoa, hold up. You're right. It is self-deprecating for them even because all they're doing or they believe in their head that they are doing something that's, uh, I'm being a role model for somebody. I'm showing people how to eat to get my body. And it's like, no, that's just social conditioning. It's hard too for me to like, I, I feel very harsh around the topic sometimes. And I know sometimes I come off as like, ultimately like this is bad or this is good. I really only do it because we've been taught that this is ultimately good. A lot of this content. And like, I just feel so strongly around like the messaging that comes from it. Not really necessarily literally what they're saying, but subconsciously and what they're subliminally insinuating is so detrimental. Like there are literal children watching these videos. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, this isn't what it used to be. Like people are growing up on the internet and they're learning about, and I quote nutrition through a beauty blogger. What, where's our dietitians? Like, I, I know they're out here. Like we've got some great people doing that content, but the, Reality is aesthetics play a huge role in like what people are watching at different ages. And and also too, you talked about like, oh, there's so many young people who are searching for this content. But at the same time, like anyone who is searching model diet keywords in the YouTube search bar are probably looking to change their body, which in itself is already like disordered eating because yes. it just is. I mean, anytime you are looking to change your body. I mean, I am not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. I don't really even know if I can have a stance on the whole, like if somebody should or shouldn't lose weight. But I know firsthand that like, I think most of those people who are going after that model body quote, it's, it's disordered. That's, that's, that's just what I think. I agree. I think it's, um, you know, it really is sad. And that's kind of what I'm trying to infiltrate too with the YouTube side is like, that's the culture that like, I even grew up on is this weird like niche like I, I hate to use like <laughs> trigger words in terms of brands but, like Victoria's Secret workout like things like that like those are the types of things people look up they're like what is an angel eating and I'm like I was never really a model too that for the record like has ever because I think I identified so like tomboyishly I was like I never was a girl that was like what's your dream job like oh I want to be a BS angel it's Me like that either. That was a Those that was really common though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so common. No, and people, my, you know, just people that I know. Like I remember, like friends in middle school. Like we would say that. Like, yeah, like what? Like Christina wants to be a VS angel. That's what she put on her poster for like what I want to be when I grow up. It's oh, like no. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like there's some very bizarre and like warped perceptions of like what that really means and like body goals really just shouldn't be goals in general. That kind of ties back into this like idea of like idolizing models and that's why I'm really excited when I see models doing something positive with their platform is because look like this is a title that we can like drop like that and that can drop us like that mm. but if we have it right now 
it's like, I feel like we have a sense of responsibility to like combat all of this content. It's really stressful when you go on there and you see what people think. Like they really think they're healthy. Like they really, really think this is good. And they think if they're getting views that it's really good. But the reality is it just shows how sad everybody is, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I always make sure to tag model diet whenever I post a video. Because all I could hope is that if I can help one person skew away from that content by accidentally clicking on one of my videos, I'm acting like I'm the scapegoat. I'm like, ah, tricked ya. No, <laughs> I've actually thought of doing that. Like what I eat in a day as a model, then I'm like, psych, this is not the type of video that you came here for, but you better sit down and watch it. Please do that. Oh my I God. Might, I, I stand might. a like April Fool's Day joke any day of the year. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, it's really very respectable when I log on to Instagram and I see models who do have a, you know, a voice, a platform who are extending it to, oh, I can, I'm an ambitious woman. I mean, I'm talking more about the space for people who identify as women. I want to go on Instagram and see models who are like, you know, it doesn't have to be super personal, but I want to see something besides models in bikinis with their juices. You know, I want to see like, what are you doing when you're not modeling? What are you, you know, doing with your friends? Like, I just wish that it wasn't so, it's so like hyper-focused on bodies and food and clean and whatever it is. So predictable. Very predictable. predictable. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm putting down people that are a part of it because listen, it's like we said, it's all conditioning. I, I just feel bad, No, you know, cause like I, yeah. we know firsthand that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. You can have interest in that. Or if you're like doing creative content and you're directing, it's like sick. But like, for me, it's like, go off sis, like post your bikini pic, but like, is it a sustainable bikini brand? I'm trying to find mm-hmm. out. Like, I want to like something, I want something there that's going to bring something new. And I'm like, damn, why is my recommended, like, where's all the vegan food? Where where are my puppies? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like, this is not, and it just shows you. It's like, you know, this is being shoved down our throats. Like, I'm someone that, like, literally consciously every single day combats that content. And not, like, nothing against the people. It's more just, like, the concept of, like, this is what this robot is feeding me right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just can't, it's hard to grasp sometimes how dominating it is. But it's then, very dominating. You know, And then we're also fighting this idea of like worrying about numbers and all these things that we've been taught in our industry is important. It's like how many likes you get, how many followers you get losing. I'm like, listen, at this point, when I lose followers, I'm like, bless, I'm sending you off. I hope you have a wonderful journey. (laughs) Good luck out there. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's, I've kind of, I've had to shift my perspective to understand that like, it really isn't all about this. I know. know. Speaking of agents, potential Paris agency, that isn't your agency, thank the Lord, that they weighed you. I know, that they weighed you. I have I have never been weighed at a, an agency, but I have been told that I should take probiotics because I look bloated. And I was like, um... um who gonna tell them how probiotics work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I look bloated. And also, and this is like in my prime eating, like very bad mental space. You know, I just had taken digitals and they were like, Let's review your digitals that you just took. Oh, I'm God, like, that is my... Stop it. Yeah. You know how many times I've had to take digitals and then they're like, you want to come back in a week? I know. They're and like, I'm like, come oh, back. Yeah. it's that type and of And you're digitals. just like, you just leave. You're like, oh, that sucks. And I just want people to know who are listening to this, who 
you know, follow a lot of these models on Instagram, that is a lot of models. That's not just us, you know, that's most models. I think they encounter their agents or their clients even, you know, telling them stuff that they need to do. That means that all the models you look up to are fighting their bodies every single day. And that's not sustainable. And eventually that person is going to hit rock bottom and they're either going to stop modeling or they're going to start posting other content that's like, oh yeah, by the way, I used to have, you know, a bad relationship with food. It seems like like everyone hits a dead end. So I guarantee that a lot of those people are manipulating their bodies, fighting their bodies every day. And I am not afraid to say that because I've been there and I have met a lot of models who talk about that. So, I mean, I love you. That is, that was the best, like you couldn't have said it better. That whole spiel is like, that is really what it comes down to is like, it's just so much, you know what I mean? It's like, I remember I was 15 doing fit modeling for a big, big, big company. And um, we pretty much were doing showroom work and the buyers will look at the clothes on you and then decide if they want to bring them to the store. No so, pressure. So, no pressure. <laughs> I mean, also it's like, you know, it, to me it was, I separated myself enough where I was like, this is me just walking around a showroom. But I remember every single time walking out of the like little closet changing area that we were in, um, the guy that was running the ship there would would slap us in the stomach before we walked out and I was like hello when I was like like the whole bloating thing by the way would love your agent's number I just want to talk they're (laughs) not my agents anymore (laughs) well whoever they are just you know address drop an addy like I'm it's fine I'm not gonna fight anyone (laughs) (laughs) I just the audacity dude it's like uh, it blows my mind but something else I think back and I'm like I really you know I think I really muted out a lot of things just to stay sane. And I, there's also like this weird protective coping mechanism. I think a lot of us do where we just kind of like shut things out. And like, I don't necessarily think it's bad per se. I think a lot of us do need to create very tangible um, boundaries with the industry at times. And I try to do that on so many levels. Like when my brain's like, I'm turned off for the night, there is no social media. There is no texting. There is no, I'm like, bet that's okay. Like, power down process what's going on like I try to honor those moments Mm -hmm. and so this whole prep thing that's become part of the culture like the like the bikini prep runway prep whatever it it is I want to burn it I wish I I wish I could take all those videos and turn them into things and then just get rid of you can't wipe it out it's like I know the internet's so scary dude when I look back on when I was sucked into that world because I totally was like it was all self-motivating like I would like do this this and this and then I when I booked like bad you know this do this bad behavior do this bad behavior and bad I mean like eating disorder related Mm -hmm. and then I would book a job and I'd be like ah that's why it's all worth it and it's like none of that needed to happen like I did not have to do any of that I want to talk about this too this is a very niche thing so we don't have to talk about it for that long but for me I'm more new at booking jobs that align with me. But do you feel like you have advocated for yourself enough since maybe the Paris incident or whatever? Like you really work for brands that, and brands come to you that you end up really aligning with, you know, now that you advocate for yourself. Oh, girl, like this, 
this is the thing that like I had this really weird phase when I left the my agency you know leaving I had this weird resentment towards the industry and it also had to do with the fact that I was eating with everyone and hearing all this information for the first time through Dine and Dash a lot of this stuff very stressful information to intake you kind of start to become self-loathing if you're in this career like it's really hard to hear the amount of things that have happened to people that you love too around you and hear this trauma and hear these awful comments from people I know you know from people that I've worked with and it's it's really heartbreaking and I had a really long phase of like I hate this I hate this industry like everyone's trash like that kind of you know that mentality that's so easy to like you know, it's re- it's way harder to get rid of that mentality than it is to gain it because the internet's very old. Like it's very like far. You're over here. Or you're over here. You know, like it's it's like polarizing really. Mm-hmm. And so those are the types of moments, or like when you're on set with just like, good people, right? Like it it doesn't even have to be this like huge broad statement, but like just being around good people that make you feel so good, and you just feel like you know them for years, like mm-hmm. after a day those are the moments that remind me like what this is about. And it's so great once you're there, you're like, oh, I'm never going to pretend again. Like I'm not going to pretend because once you're in a space that you're surrounded by people who do align with you and you feel a really strong purpose or you just feel any purpose or you just feel yourself, it just feels so good and freeing. How do you think we can work on shifting the industry from models being the quote hanger for clothes into role models. You kind of already touched on that. I hate to say it. It really starts with models because we cannot, if I've learned anything from all of my experiences together, it's like we really can't depend on other people to make the change. We're so lucky that this space is growing into one that is driven by activism, like Model Alliance, the amazing work they're doing to teach models even right now during COVID about the importance of like understanding unemployment laws and stuff like there's so much that we've been deprived of like a union yeah uh yeah like hi um (laughs) oh so I'm not a talent because I'm not an actor period like whatever you know it's like we kind of have to lead the way for a lot of people because the, the market shifts based off of talent a lot of the times like when people change the market changes right and when the market changes then the talent has to change. But the reality is talent, we are the people. And we and that's the problem too. Like models aren't being considered people. Like that's the separation. And that's where models that eat kind of, you know, started to change was because, wow, we're actually just all people with relationships with food. Crazy concept. I love what you said about it starting with the models because it's true. A lot of brands now are including more more diversity in their models they're and and they have to now right they have to if they're not then who are you but they didn't do that first it started with the models and then the brands had to follow follow suit because they aren't going to be a brand anymore like some of the big brands that you were talking about before they're not going to be a brand anymore because they have not listened to the people so the powers in the people in the models specifically because the mass people look up to influencers and models and actors. You can do whatever you want, perpetuate whatever, like, look, that's you, but do not play yourself. Yeah, girl. You just got to do your thing. But that, that's all I hope for. I just, you know, I'm so grateful that, like, I've crossed paths with models like you that really, like, are finding, like, the power in our voice right now and realizing that, like, it's so much bigger than us. 
this is the type of stuff where it's like we're leaving a legacy in a world of media that feels like there's no legacy to be found because it's so hypersaturated. This is seriously a legacy. It's crazy how standing for the right thing feels like this radical act. Mm-hmm. It's nutty. So at Models That Eat is your Instagram that you run. I mean, not your personal Instagram, but that's your page. And that's yes. where people Models can find dot, you. That, dot eat. Exactly. And I have a blog. If you guys want to keep up with like all the shenanigans, because I know it's cross platforms, uh, models that eat.com. So there's a link to the Instagram there, all the YouTube videos. I mean, I have articles that are being constantly updated. Um, models writing pieces on things that, that feel right to them. I've got amazing just people that follow the page writing that are affected by models and by the model standards. You know, we've got a really great community. I'm so lucky to run it. And it's beautiful, too. You guys, I love following it. Please follow the account. It's beautiful. It's cute. It's inspiring. It's empowering. It's great. So you're so sweet. Thank you. I, you know, it's I, I think sometimes it's hard for me to gain perspective on what it is but I do know just through like like I said meeting you and meeting just the amazing people that find the page it just feels like home there well thank you yes thank you you um you're such a light and I'm so happy to know you and thank you for being on the podcast it was so fun talking to you so cool so So chill fun talking to you thank you for making this space like seriously this is what Oh, I just can't, like, I'm so excited for a year from now, the conversations we'll be having. Like, this is the future of, like, this is what people need. All right, everyone, that's it for this episode of Take the Cake. Wasn't she a powerhouse? I'm just so blessed to know her and to have her on the podcast. She is incredible, and I'm so excited to see where her page goes. I hope that you felt a little bit more transparency from some of the models that maybe you follow. If you are a model, I hope that you feel inspired. If you aren't a model, I hope that you feel inspired too. Thank you again for listening to this episode and I will see you on the next episode of Take the Cake. Bye guys.